Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Premium Learning Channel. In this video, we're going to look at a Final Cut Pro XML Conform using Camera Raw Media. However, the offline editorial was produced using a separate transcoded version of the original media using a third-party transcoding tool. This will present a set of challenges when conforming an XML because it does not reference the original Camera Raw Media. If you wish to go through the workflow of conforming a Final Cut Pro XML that was offline using the same Camera Raw Media, then please see the other video in this series. There are also other videos that deal with the same topics but focus specifically on the Avid AAF. Before we go through the various processes, I would like to set the context around this workflow. Firstly, I am using Final Cut Pro 10.1.3 and Flame Premium 2015 Extension 2, which are both current when this video was produced. Secondly, the camera raw media I am using is Red Media. This raw format, alongside other formats like ARRI RAW, are filled with metadata that will be used in the conform process. Regardless of what raw format you use, you need to be aware of the media's metadata and ensure its consistency throughout the conforming process. In this scenario, I have a set of red media, but the DIT used Red CineX Pro to create a set of transcoded media that was given to the offline editor. This may have been for creative or technical reasons. So to be clear, the offline will be done with the transcoded media and the online will be done with the red media. We need to ensure that the metadata from both sets of media matches up to do a successful conform. Please be aware that I am not referring to the workflow of optimizing media directly in Final Cut Pro as this creates a different scenario. If that is what you're after, please watch the first video dealing with XML conforming using Camera Raw Media. Finally, during these examples, we can assume that the media might be moved around the facility and file paths to the media might be different. I will show you one way to conform a timeline, but please bear in mind that with the same amount of metadata and options for conforming, there are loads of variations you can try. Starting off in the Media Hub, I like looking at the metadata of the XML before I try link it to the media. This gives me a better idea of what I'll need to do to the conform. This is purely an optional step, but the value of seeing the metadata beforehand is invaluable. So here is my XML file and I want to import just the sequence with no media. In the AAF and XML import options, I will disable Link to Media Files to stop searching for any media. Now drag the XML clip into the library. Once the clip is created, hold ALT and click on the clip for the metadata pop-up. So this sequence was offlined at 1920 by 1080 at 10 bit. But for the conform, I'd like to use the camera native resolution, which in this case is 6K red. There is nothing to say that you can't use the sequence at its current resolution, but it can be reformatted when we import the XML and link the media. An important reminder is that the media and the sequence should be at the same resolution to avoid unwanted resizes in the edit. Next, I'll switch to the conform area to have a closer look at the metadata for each segment in the sequence. Right click on the clip and open it as a sequence. 
If you cannot open the clip as a sequence from the library, you can either drag the clip to the reels and do it there. Or you can go to the General Preference menu and disable Protect from Editing in the Media Library options. Now looking through the columns, there are a few things I want to point out. The timecode from the transcoded ProRes media matches the original red media. However, the tape name just says Import. So this is no good to us. However, the name of the segment is based on the matching metadata of the red media. Note that the file location, file name and file type are completely different because this references the transcoded ProRes version of the red media. So as it stands, we could conform on the ProRes version of the media. But ultimately, we want to create a 6K conform using the red media. So the common strings of metadata, such as name and timecode in this instance, will allow us to link to the red media instead. So let's do this for real. Delete this sequence clip and switch back to the Media Hub. The first step is to define the resolution of the media and then the sequence. I'll navigate through the directories to the location of the red media. I'll select any clip and switch to the Format Specific Options tab. The R3D settings should be visible with the selected clip. I'll change the pull-down menu from Metadata to Debayering. Next, I set the debayer mode to full. This will display my media at 6K red. I also want the media and the sequence to be 10-bit. So I'll switch back to the General tab and change the bit depth to 10-bit on Import. If you look at the Preview window, you will see the resolution settings that will be applied to all the red media. So that's the media taken care of. But as I mentioned earlier, I also want the same resolution applied to my XML sequence. I'll go back to the AAF and XML import options. The default setting for the sequence resolution is derived from within the XML file. As you saw when I first imported the XML, it was 1920 by 1080. Instead, I'll choose to apply a custom resolution and copy the resolution settings from my selected R3D file. So now the XML and red media will be the same resolution. Now I'll navigate back to the XML and enable Link to Media Files. One very big point is that the XML has been placed in its own directory. But the red media is in a neighbouring directory within the same directory structure. If the media you are conforming to is not within the vicinity of the XML file, you can also use the set search location function as a post operation after importing the XML. This will allow you to search in any location for the media if required. So when I search for the media, Flame needs to step one directory level up and search all the directories and subdirectories from that point. This will include the directory with all the red media. Now thinking back to the original metadata in the XML, the name and time codes were the same. However, the file location, file name and file type were different. So in terms of a search and match criteria, we need to search for name and source time codes. In the relative search options, I can enable Use Timecode. However, there is no option to search by name. Please do not confuse this with file name. 
A great tip is that the search criteria in the conform area is actually linked to the relative search options. So I'll quickly switch to the conform area and under the match criteria, I'll ensure name is ticked. This may not be something you do often, but it's great to know. Now switch back to the Media Hub and drag the XML into the library. Once the conform is complete, switch to the conform area and open the clip as a sequence. All the media should now be linked to the sequence. If you scroll through the event list again, all the metadata should now be pointing to the R3D media. From this point, you could switch to the timeline area and begin working on the sequence. As a reminder, the XML was edited in Final Cut Pro using a Red Cine X Pro transcoded ProRes version of the media. We took the XML into flame and conformed it to the Camera Raw media. However, if you've been given a Final Cut Pro XML that was edited using Camera Raw media, then you may want to watch the first video on XML conforming with Camera Raw media. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Premium Learning Channel for future videos.